Hi, and welcome to the new Feminine Revolution podcast. This is a space for women who want to live with deep self-love, personal responsibility, and purpose. I am your host, Carolina Zuleta, and I'm an expert in helping women create extraordinary lives. I'm excited to have you join us. Hi, and welcome to episode eight of the new Feminine Revolution podcast. I'm so happy to be with all of you here, and I'm so grateful that you are listening. Today's podcast is dedicated to a man that I met a couple years ago in a conference and who very sadly passed last week. This episode is about a message he was committed to sharing with the world, a message that I think I want to listen to and he remember every single day of my life and that I want everyone in the world to hear. His name was James Butler. He wasn't even 30 years old but he had already lived an incredible life. I met James in a coaching conference a while ago. I think it was probably like a year and a half or two years ago. And we had to do an activity together. And so we became friends. And then we saw each other at similar events throughout this past two years. And every time we would just catch up, see what we're up to. to. Uh, We were friends in social media. And I was always admiring his work. James started his career by being a Navy bomb disposal expert. So he was one of those guys that would dive and disarm bombs underwater. He served two terms in Afghanistan. But most more than that, he was a man who was so loving and caring and who was deeply committed to his mission. He had two big missions in his life. The first one was to help other veterans find a sense of purpose and a mission when they were back in their civilian lives. And the second one was one that he shared on stage at one of the events. And I remember when I listened it, like my body got chills and I was like, oh my God, this is incredible because it was a mission that was way bigger than himself, way bigger than any of us. His mission was to end war. James had seen the horrors of war and he knew this is something that we needed to end it. And he was committing his life to trying to stop it. To trying to stop it, no, to stop it because he didn't try. He did what he said he was going to do. Last week when I heard he died and, and he, it sounds like he died from an aneurysm while on a trip with his fiance in Thailand, I immediately started crying. I couldn't believe it. It's hard to understand why a man who's so young and strong and who's living such a big life and committed to serving this world so powerfully can just be gone like that so fast. It's, it really shocked me. And immediately I remember this video he posted on Facebook a couple of weeks, a couple of months ago that really touched me. In it, he was almost in tears. He was in tears. And he was sharing about how much he felt that we needed to wake up, that we couldn't continue living our lives sleepwalking through it, tolerating what we didn't want to have in our lives, tolerating relationships that we didn't want, tolerating jobs and spending our hours just passing the seeing the time pass by. He was inviting us, all of us, to wake up, to find a purpose, to live with meaning, to live out loud like he was doing. So that's what I want to talk about today, about what it means to live purposefully and with intention. 
we, all of us hear constantly messages about we need to find our purpose. You need to find your purpose. But what is what is that? How do we find it? You know, when I ask people, people are just like, oh, I don't even know. It sounds so abstract. And the truth is that it is an abstract concept. But I'm going to try to narrow it down so, so it becomes a little bit more tangible. Our purpose is the answer to the question, why are we here? Why are you here? Why are you living through this life? Why do you wake up every morning? Why do you do the things that you do? Your goals is what you are doing. Your purpose is why you are doing them. So, in that sense, it's simple. But then people's like, oh, well, my purpose is my family. My purpose is what I'm teaching or what I'm investigating or the, what I'm creating. And I say, yes, that is part of your purpose. But your purpose has to be something bigger than that. Because as we all know, in life, we can lose things. We can lose our family, knock on wood, that won't happen. We can lose our careers, our work. And what is it that's going to stay? So our purpose is that why our family, is that who we want to be with our family, is why our work. It's deeper. And I believe it's not an answer that we, okay, we find it, we answer it. Oh, why? Because I want to be happy. It's not like that. I think our purpose, it's a life quest. It's a living question that we must ask ourselves every single day. It's asking, how can I give meaning to what I'm doing? How can I live with more intention and more purpose? Finding our purpose is a journey. It's a life quest. For some people, it's useful to have a statement that defines that quest. But that's not needed. I think that more important than worrying about what is the perfect words that will describe my life's purpose is for us to stay with the question and ask it often and reflect and try to answer it the best we can. Because I believe that as we ask that question, we start uncovering things that are meaningful to us, that are important to us. And also, when we are asking that question, it brings our attention in a different way to the things that we're doing, so we can live more purposefully, with more intention, instead of just sleepwalking and doing things because they're happening. Why is this important? Why is it important to find our purpose or to live purposefully. There's two men that I've learned why this is important. The first one is Viktor Frankl. He's the author of a book that I shared is one of the most impactful books I've read that's called A Man's Search for Meaning. And Viktor Frankl was a Jewish psychiatrist that lived through World War II and was in Auschwitz in the concentration camp. And one of the things he learned while he was there was that the people who died, who committed suicide, who gave up, did not have a sense, a meaning of why they had to survive. But the people who fought till the end, who were resilient, who would overcome obstacle after obstacle, had a powerful why they wanted to stay alive. From him, we learned that finding meaning in our life, finding purpose in our life, keeps us going, makes us resilient, makes us strong. The other man from whom I learned about this is Martin Seligman. He is a psychologist. He is recognized as the father of positive psychology. 
So for those of you who don't know what positive psychology is, I'll just give you a brief description. What Seligman and his peers uh, realized was that psychology for many years was doing an amazing job of curing people who were ill, who were struggling, and helping them live a normal, quote-unquote, normal life. But what psychology was missing was how people who are normal can live an extraordinary life. And that's what positive psychology is. It's about enhancing our lives. It's about reaching our maximum potential. It's about living extraordinary lives. So Seligman wrote a book called Flourish. And in it, he describes what are the five things we need to have in order to live that extraordinary life. And really quickly, there are uh, positive emotions, engagement in life, positive relationships, meaning, and achievement. So one of the five components that they discovered is fundamental for living an extraordinary life is meaning, which is the same thing we're talking about here today, purpose. They discovered that when we live our lives with intention, with meaning, knowing why we're alive, why we're doing what we're doing, why we're being who we're being, our lives get enhanced and we can live extraordinary lives. So again, finding our purpose enhances our lives, makes us happier, makes us have more well-being, makes us thrive. So how do we discover our purpose? So first of all, I said, this is a life quest. It's not something that you're going to figure out by listening to this podcast and that's it. It's something you need to intentionally focus and ask yourself. But let me give you a little bit more. We are born into a family, into a society that has certain beliefs about what's good, what's right, what we need to do, how we need to behave. And as kids, we adopt all of these beliefs without consciously choosing them. So in order for us to find our purpose, we need to investigate and become aware of what are those beliefs and then consciously choose which of those beliefs we want to keep and which ones we want to let go and even which new ones we want to adopt. Discovering our purpose is leaving our comfort zone, is being out in the wilderness and trying to figure out who we are, what's important to us. There's no one that can come and tell us how to do it. Or what it is. Because I believe that our purpose is unique. Each of us has a very different and special purpose. And yes, maybe in the surface they may look similar. But it, when we look deeper, it's different because we are different. So again, how do we discover our purpose? By embracing the journey, the life quest to figure out why we are here. So you might want to start with something like, I'm here to love and be loved. I'm here to learn and to grow. I'm here to give more than I take. Those are your purpose statement. And you can choose one and test it and see if it still resonates with you. But the key here is to not let that statement just become a statement, but actually make that statement be alive by continuously asking those questions. And as you evolve and you discover more about who you are and what you're here for, then your statement will evolve with you. One of the key things, components, this is the most important thing to live purposefully, is to be alive. 
And when I say alive is not like I'm living, I'm breathing, my heart is beating. But aliveness in the way of thriving, uh, being energetic, vivacious, invigorating. Unfortunately, we live in a society that is designed for us to go asleep. We are bombarded with things to just be like machines, you know, wake up, go to work, do things. We scroll to Facebook 100 times without even paying attention or engaging. We don't even read the articles. We just read the titles. We watch TV mindlessly. And all of those things make us go into deadness. And deadness is the opposite of aliveness. Deadness is when we're living a dull life, a boring life. It might feel comfortable, but it's boring. It's not making us feel with energy and vivaciousness. Maybe you've seen that movie Wally, um, and in which they show this world where people are just living in, like moving around in electric wheelchairs, sipping like milkshakes all day long. They're obese. They're just, you know, buying things because, oh, it's the new trend, but not even thinking if that's what they want, what they like. They're sleepwalking through life. Aliveness is the opposite of that. There's this quote that I love. It's from Howard Thurman, and, and, and he says, Don't ask what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive and go do it. Because what the world needs is people who have come alive. So I, I invite you to continue asking that question and staying awake, staying alive. And sometimes being alive may feel uncomfortable. Because when we are feeling alive, we are experiencing more of our emotions. We're experiencing greater joy, but also deeper sadness and more powerful anger. And for some of us, that can be scary. So we must be courageous to feel the aliveness going through our veins and to be able to live purposefully. Also, feeling alive may feel like it requires effort because we're so used to just going through the motions That at the beginning, it requires like that extra energy to pay attention, to hug another one with intention, to wash our dishes with intention, to do everything throughout our life with intention. But with practice, this becomes a way of living. And one thing I know for sure is that the last day of our lives, when we look back, we're not going to be regretting, oh, I wish I had spent more time in deadness, just mindlessly looking at Facebook. But we're going to regret not having more time where we felt alive where we went and took risks, got out of our comfort zone and stood at our edge and loved passionately and loved deeply. So I invite you to follow what James inspired me, what he was calling us all to do, to wake up, to live purposefully, to engage in this life that we have with everything we have and not just sleepwalk through it. We don't know how much time we have left. So let's make each day count. And I want to give you a little heads up. If you hear this and you realize you've been sleepwalking for the past 10 years, don't beat yourself up about it. Because that's going to keep you in deadness. Instead, just stop, wake up, and see how you can add more intention and meaning to whatever you're doing next. So I have two challenges for you. The first one is for you to take some time during this week to reflect on that question, why am I here? What gives meaning to my life? 
you can sit down and journal or you can engage in conversation with someone you care about and just listen and share what makes you guys come alive. Or you can go for a walk and just ponder on the question. But ask it. Start asking that question now. And the second thing is do at least one thing with intention. Smile to a stranger. Hug someone you love. and Just smell how they smell. Feel their warmth. Just be really present. Or listen to someone with all your heart open and with intention. Or watch the sunset or look at nature. Do something with purpose and notice how great that feels. So I'll leave you with this. It's a uh, quote from the poet Mary Oliver. Tell me, what is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? Email me back. I'd love to hear. Sending you all my love. If you like this episode and want to receive more exclusive content and some personal updates from me that I only share by email, go to carolinazuleta.com and subscribe to my newsletter. Also, remember I'm on a mission to transform the lives of a million women. So if you like today's episode, please share it with your mom, your sister, your girlfriend, or any other woman you consider could benefit from this information. I am sending you all my love and stay tuned for more life lessons next Monday. Bye.